الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله ارسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعه من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصهما فانه لا يضر الا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا اما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان الدين عند الله ومن يبتغي غير الاسلام دينا فلن يقبل منه وهو في الاخره من الخاسرين صدق الله العلي العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين بتنك بريز الله سبحانه وتعالى for blessing us with great wealth of iman Allah pakhipa zud iman Allah pakhika sunnah dunya ud iman Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala resurrect us in the day of qiyamah to the people of complete kamil perfect iman durud and salawat upon rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam forever and ever daiman abada recite the sharif words Allahumma salli ala sayidina muhammad wa ala ali sayidina muhammad wa barik wa sallim brothers with the safety security and crime problem in our country everyone is up in arms some people have you know just lost hope because the police are not doing anything the security personnel can't do anything but of the security i don't know companies who have no one or own security come they are the biggest crooks they say some people are saying that i'm not sure car guards are stealing from the cars and breaking in the cars now the people who have assigned who have assigned themselves who we pay thousands of rands whether it's the police or the security guard to the police we still pay our taxes they get paid from our money don't think you know they don't get paid from the government it's your money they get paid from security companies they are very very expensive my one friend in verona He's got a very big supermarket and he's got a warehouse. He told me his security bill is over 100,000 rand a month. For one guard, it's true, for one guard, if he's guarding your property, it's 12 hours. 12 hours, 6,000, and the other 12 hours, 6,000. So his whole day is 12,000. If he only guards 12 hours shift, it's 6,000. 24 hours shift one day is 12,000 rand. That's the price of security companies. Maybe some other security companies, maybe which are not famous, whatever, they'll charge you four, five thousand, and they can't charge you any less than that. Otherwise, they're all running at a loss. So all of us are up in arms, and we don't know what to do because in our own homes, you're not safe with your security, with your all your burglar guards, your alarm systems, your gates, everything. People are still getting access. and these crooks i don't know what can shaitan do i don't know which place they have come somebody said they have come directly from jahannam because how they get into your house is shocking i have a very very personal experience up to this day we cannot understand how they came into the hayrat five of them how long must have took them to come how they came allah knows best but 
when all these things come about, then we turn to thee. You know, my one friend came here from India. Well, they don't have this problem, although there are so many, you know, problems in India and everything. But you'll never have a security, a violent crime, or a violent robbery. Because, uh, you know, in our country, how it is. Although they take everything, your gold, your jewelry, your money, and still violent. They can still hurt you. They can still kill someone in your house also and leave. That's how it is. My friend came, I brought him home. Mufti Sahib, Bukhari Sharif in India. He's a nice, very good alim. When I took him, I parked my car. I don't park my car in my house. I park where my a masjid. I live in a masjid. I live next by a nearby uh, warehouse. And we went into the warehouse. The guard opened the uh, gate for us. We parked our car. The guard locked. We came out. We opened the masjid gate. We came into the masjid yard. We went up to upstairs to my house. We opened another gate. We went into the in the foyer of my house. We opened another gate. That's a gate to my house. And one more door we had to open and then we went inside. And he said, you know what? One, two, three, four gates and one door and you're still not secure in your homes. There must be some other solution to this. So we say, whenever we have a problem, we turn to Allah Rasulullah and we turn to Deen for our solution. But with conviction. Our biggest problem, brothers, is conviction. And yaqeen in the duas of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned a very beautiful thing. He said, three people are in the protection of Allah. It doesn't cost you much. It won't cost you much. Not like the 20,000, 30,000. Number one, that person who is in jihad. Now when we speak of jihad, he is in the protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we speak of jihad, it's a very broad word. Jihad doesn't only mean running with a gun, running with a sword, and going and fighting. No, it's not that. Jihad can mean being a part of Allah. You're going for salah, you're going for gush, you're going to visit the sick, you're going to visit your family for the sake of deen. But it's also jihad. Because jihad, the word jihad comes from the word jod. Jod means simple, sacrifice. It doesn't only mean that going with a sword and going with a if you a person is going for salah, he is in the protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the first person that is in the protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that person who is in jihad. As I mentioned all these things, going for salah, going to visit, going for gash, going in the part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is all jihad, you are in the protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now again brothers, we must have yaqeen in this, that Allah and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, like how we got yaqeen, when we put that guard by our house, we feel nice and comfortable. Now we are relaxed. Now I can see, sleep properly. I can sleep properly because I've got the guard. We got full yaqeen in that. It's a very sad thing. Yes, we must put guard. We must put gate. We must put alarm. We must put anti-hijack. Do all that. But first thing, turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Read your ayat al-Kursi will come to that. So jihad. Next, brother, simple. It may cost you about two rand. A person who does this is in the protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That person who is in the state of wudu all the time. How simple is that? Who can say this is difficult? Again brothers, we don't have that conviction and yaqeen. But the person who is in wudu, he is in the protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in the morning, when he leaves home in the morning, see the masjid. All the 
amenities and the facilities in the masjid is for you to use. But it doesn't have to be there. It don't have to be there. The wuzu khana is for your convenience. The wuzu taps are for your convenience. The water is there for your convenience. The towel, the paper towels, all that is for your convenience. But the best place a person should make wudu is at home. Now we have, we see a lot of virtues and merits. When a person makes wudu at home, and when he leaves from home, he makes wudu at home and when he leaves home, then we will be here of all the merits, that for every step he takes, he'll get one sawab, one guna will be uh, washed, washed away, his status will raise in the, in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So all these things is, when a person makes wudu at home and he leaves, and he starts walking towards the masjid. Now this person is in the protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam many ahadith, and we use different words in the ahadith to make proper and good wudu. As you know, you make isbahul wudu sometimes, ahsanul wudu, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, make proper wudu and good wudu. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, one part in one hadith he says, وَالْمُنْ those that are, it's concerning wudu. Those that are making wudu, watch out for the part, this part of your leg, the heel. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, destruction to that person who doesn't worry about washing his heel. And a lot of people, you tell me, a lot of people, you tell me yourself, that this is the dry part in my feet, on my feet. And sometimes water doesn't reach properly all the crevices, sometimes some people have cracks also. It is the sickness, whatever it is. Nabi sallallahu said, watch out for this part here though. But such a severe warning, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, he uses the word wailil. Wail means destruction. And when Nabi sallallahu Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses this word, wailil aqabi, he only uses this for very, very, uh, very, very severe to, to you know, punishment or things that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which are grave kunat. Number one, Allah says, wailil mutafifin. The same word while comes here, while mutafifin means halakat for those people who weigh less. Now that is a very grave sin and a very bad sin and a very major gunai kabira. When you're doing business, while mutafifin, those people who weigh less and give people. Remember this, all of us. Not only the person who got a shop or supermarket, this concerns all of us. And doesn't only mean weigh. Doesn't only mean weigh. You got maids working for you, you got people under your control, be just to them and give them what they deserve. It's not only the, uh, the supermarket, everyone, all of us have this problem. So we must be very just in this. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what was his last words? Nabi sallallahu when he read this word, what was his last words? His last words, where in some riwayats is, As-salah, as-salah, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his last words, when he was being put in the grave also, he was saying, As-salah, as-salah, that guard your salah, look after your salah, and wama malakat aymanukum. That what your right hand, what your right hand owns. Now what your right hand owns, not only your money, all those people that are in your control, everyone is in your control. This is very good for the employer, that he looks after his employee. Now not only the supermarket again, someone will say, hey, this nice Mulana made a nice statement. Yeah, we're working here, this boss treats us like that. You also got maids in your home. You also have people under you, under you. Where you have to pay them and you have to give and you look. So Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his last words, imagine. 
was wama malakat aymanukum and some rewrite it come he said as salah again that god your salah wama malakat aymanukum that look after the people you have in your control very dangerous give them their haq and give them their right nabi sallallahu didn't even speak anything about hajj and zakat and going jamaat but he said look after the people this is very dangerous why this huququl ibad and huququl ibad and huququllah we have two rights Hukukullah is the rights of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now this, Allahu Akbar, Allah can forgive you anytime. A person can make zina, he can steal, he can miss his salah also, Allah Pak can forgive him. Allah Pak is very forgiving. On the day of Qiyamah, when we see the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, okay, if that will leave for another day, about Allah's forgiveness and Allah's mercy. In fact, it is written on the throne of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that my mercies are greater than my azab. My mercy is greater than my azab. So a person, he must, when he leaves home, he should make wudu. But what it is, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave us simple things for security, for our family, for yourself, for your belongings. The first dua, Allah Hazrat Muratif Rahman Sahib came from Pakistan, he said, read this dua over and over, you are having this problem. Allahumma inna naj'aluka fi nuhurihim wa na'udhu bika min shururihim. Allah will write this dua for you, and you can, anyone wants to read this dua, read over and over. Allahumma inna naj'aluka fi nuhurihim. Ya Allah, we make you our defense. You be our defense. You guard us. You look after us. You defend us. If Allah is defending you, if Allah is on your side, what else do we need? Allahumma inna naj'aluka fi nuhurihim wa na'udhu bika min shururihim. Ya Allah, save us from the shar and save us from the evil of these people. The first dua, very simple dua. The second dua, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, a person who reads this dua three times in the morning, three times in the evening, nothing can ever afflict him. Beautiful dua, brothers. Simple dua also. Bismillahi ala dini wa nafsi wa waladi wa ahli wa mali. If you look at these five words, nafsi wa waladi wa ahli wa mali, for what do you see? Your whole life is encompassed and covered in this few in this few few words the Bismillah Allah make this dua. Bismillahi ala dini. But remember brothers, it's not about goods first, it's not about your children or your wife or your wife. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said the first thing is Bismillahi ala dini. That Ya Allah protect my deen in me. Now Sahaba Kiram is one of Allah so so many prophecies that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave Sahaba couldn't understand. They could not understand that why Nabi Sassam is telling us this. Because they were so, they were 110% on being. 110% on being. But they were never complacent. They were never complacent. I'm a five-time namazi. Oh, I'm in very big trouble. Oh, I'm doing four months in Jamaat. I'm first self in the masjid. They were never, and it never came out from their mouths also. That I'm too good. I'm very good. Allahu Akbar. The day you make this statement, and you say this, this is your downfall. You are going down, you are not going up. Brothers, and do not run anyone down. Do not look down upon anybody. The person can be whatever, Wunda smoker, you know, we have a problem. With the boys that are smoking sugars, drug drunkards, xenophobies, such problems we are having, you know, you think sometimes, hey, you know, this fellow is finished. This is, you know, grandiose this. He can't come right. How much we try? How much we doing? How much money we spending? How much advice we giving? Nothing is happening to him. They say the day you look down upon anybody, 
then before that person fall in your sight, you fall in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't look down upon anybody, brothers. I can't remember the example. The other day we were speaking about it, that one person, how he changed his life, and what a mark Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him. So the dua, Bismillah ala dini, the first thing Allah, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is teaching us here, that, Ya Allah, protect my deen in me. Protect my deen in me, why? Allah, but the person can have nothing in this world. He is battling for his rent, battling for his milk and bread, battling for school uniform, battling for school, school fees. Everything is living in this world like this. What happens? He's got his iman at mort. What will happen? All his problems will be finished. At mort, he don't need school fees, he don't need milk money, bread money, money. All his problems will be sorted out. He'll go with his imam and he'll go with his little amal, he'll come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he'll be happy. But that person who doesn't worry about deen, he doesn't worry about his amal, he doesn't worry about dunya, see my house, see my cars, see my children, all my children, look how, how they are, doctors and uh, engineers and lawyers, see my house. He's got no imam, no amal, what happens? He'll be very, very comfortable in this world. He'll be driving around, he'll laugh at people and uh, you know, He'll boast, but at mort, what will happen? All his problems will start. Brothers, first thing is deen. One Jamaat went to America. Listen to this story before we finish. One Jamaat went to America. From Vellar, they met this old man. He was staying all alone. In America, it's not very easy to own a house. It's very difficult to own a house. There's a lot of taxes and if a person owns a house, he's a very wealthy person. And which means he's doing very well. They met this person, old, old man staying in the house. Got a maid, he got all these things and everything, no problem. And uh, the Jamaat asked him, you stay alone, Chacha? He said, you know, he cried and he said, yes, I'm staying all alone. He said, you know me, I got four children. All my children are top specialists in America. The whole top doctors in America are Indian people. Some from Pakistan, some from India, some... Most of the artisans and the top people in America are from outside. Hardly anyone inside. So he said, I got four children who are top specialists in America, but they're all over the... Um, um, all over America. They bought this house for me. They all got together and they built this house for me and they kept me in this house. And they all over, they spread around all the states in America. And he was crying. He said, why are you crying? You got everything. He said, no man. I don't want this. I want to be with my children. If I gave my children being, I would have been with them. They would have kept me with them if I gave them being. I gave them dunya, they gave me dunya back. And I don't want this. I'm so lonely. I gave them dunya, they returned the favor, they gave me dunya. If I had given them being, they would have returned back. They would have kept me with them. So, Bismillah ala dini. Learn this dua, Bolana will write it for you. Bismillah ala dini. Ya Allah, first my deen. You know, Muhammad Hamid said, I'm saying what he said. I'm saying what Muhammad Hamid said. I'm not saying this. I'm not also of this view. I'm not at that level at that, uh, uh, right now to make this statement. But I'm saying what he said. He said to go to school and this dunyawi education, not dunyawi education, the education in school is haram and it's iman threatening. Now we couldn't understand. Nabi Sallallahu said, you look after your deen. Sahaba Masawas, our kind inside, such a thing can happen that we will lose our deen. 
that our religious give our imam away. So he said this education in school is haram. You cannot send your children to school. But what he was looking at, where his, his, you know, philosophy, they call it, his inner wisdom, or is what we will say inside or foresight, where it was, he was not looking at this dunya. That, oh, I have to send my child to school. My children, my child will become lawyer. My child must earn well. My child must have big business. My child must be very well. Nothing wrong with that, brothers. There's nothing wrong with that. But I said, if the child loses him, because we know what they're teaching them in school. We know what they In the Islamic school, in our school, there was a lady teaching. She was a Hindu teacher. And she was telling the children, small children. And you know, you, 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 know, you want to promote something. If you want to promote something, don't go to big people. If I come tell you, hey, bye. Casino is halal, you'll never, you'll give me one tight snack and chase me away. You know, if I tell you all music is halal, you, you won't, you, you, you'll never, because your iman is in bed, whatever it is, even if you don't read your salah, even if your iman is not strong, but you tell me, no, 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 don't tell me all that. I do casino, I listen to music, I do like this, but I know it is haram. That is very good thing. <laughs> very important. We show there is still that spark, your iman is still alive. The day you say, yeah, 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 you know, it's not haram, kisir is not haram. That money is not haram money. You got a very big problem. Your iman is hanging on a balance. If not, you have lost your iman already. But if you want to promote this and get it done, go to children. This one lady, she was a Hindu lady, she was teaching our children. We employed them in our schools, what are we going to do? She came, she said, now you got three mothers. So the children, when she explained to the children, Mother Earth, uh, Mother Earth, your own mother, your mother, your biological mother, Mother Earth, and the third one is the cow. She was telling her, and our children were impressed. And you know what they're teaching our, ch- our children, brothers, in the school? Why Mother Hamid is saying this? Sorry, brother, one minute, one minute, brothers, one minute. Why Mother Hamid is saying this? You know what they do at the moment? In America, in England, in, we had a, recently we had a jet reunion, and some of our friends came from England and America, were studying with us. They said, you cannot even tell your own children that to be a lesbian is not jayis and not, or to be a homosexual is, uh, uh, it's haram and it's not jayis in Islam. If they report you, they lock you up immediately. No court case. It is their democratic right. So what they teach you in school? They give you all the religions. They show you Hinduism, they show you Christianity, and they put Islam. And what they do under that? Hinduism, you can go to the temple anytime you want to. If you don't go, it's no problem. You can just make salam, whatever, ram, ram, whatever it is. You don't have to go to the temple. And whenever they have their prayers, it's music, dancing, girls, everyone mixed. It's fun, how's that? It's lovely. We don't know to be like. In the churches, it's music, banjos, dance, guitar. Girls coming, dressed anyhow, everybody's coming there. And it's a small party. And many people, they meet their wives there and intermingling. Then other religions are the same. But when it comes to Islam, Allahu Akbar, what it is? No intermingling. You can't go to, you can't, this is haram. That is haram. You can't do this, you can't go for cricket. There's intermingling, there's liquor, there's everything there. And lots of other things. You can't listen to music, you can't watch TV, all haram. When the child looks at all this, he says, hey, no man. This Islam, something is wrong with this Islam. Look at Christianity, mix, nice guitar, nice songs, everyone jumping, dancing. And you can listen to music. But Islam, all this red tape, all red tape, you can't do like this. No, I'd rather not choose this Islam, I'll choose this religion. 
That's where Muhammad Abdul Hamid Sahib is going to. That if one child in your school loses his iman because of this dunya education, your school is a failure. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect all of us. Bismillah ala dini. First Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us. He said, please, first thing, the dua you ask, Ya Allah, save me, protect my deen in me. Then is ahli wa waladi wa mali. Then you make dua for your family, you make dua for your children. And last wa mali is your good. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept all of us. Alhamdulillah.